All right, welcome to the wrestling showgram, everybody. Finally, we're doing this. Yes, we're finally back to uh, watch alongs and, and the new studio and the new new studio here. Uh, we got all nice and and, and yeah. did up with. You got even we even get wrestling belts here that you yeah. can't see, but you can listen to. Yes. Listen to those wrestling belts. They're, they're great. They're the, the the winged eagle title and the the modern title and the current modern title. Yeah. yeah. So it really shows the span of what we talk about. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. All right. So we're moving on to episode two here. I'm hoping we'll be able to finish season one before the new season gets here. Now, week wise, we can't do that because I think the new season starts mid September. Yeah. And there's no way we're going to be able to do these you want to do them all today there's not five weeks that we can run through these all we can do them all today we're not going to do them all in one podcast it's going to take forever no we just record them all at once. <laughs> i we know but i'm saying like we can't oh. so we may have to do multiple releases tried, in a guys. single week and that that okay. might be the route we take okay do 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 that kind of thing okay so but anyway so we're moving on to season one episode two the montreal screw job we are watching it on Hulu, uh, so if you're able to watch it, you can follow along with us on Hulu, um, and I'd, I'd say give you a sync point or whatever, but I don't know how long it's going to take to load up on your TV when I hit play, you yeah. know what I mean? So There's too many variables. So uh, just give it a listen. You can figure it out. You'll know when to either pause us or pause your your TV until it all catches up. You're all intelligent out there. Why are there disco lights going off in my room? Hey, hey, this is your studio, sir. I don't know what you did. What the hell? What fresh hell is happening over there? <laughs> that is obnoxious. You people can't see this, yeah. but there's like these LEDs that are just going off in the studio, and I can't, I can't stand it. Y'all, y'all gonna have to bear with me for one, one second, second while I, I shut these I, things I'll down. I'll do commentary. I'll do commentary. Yes, as vamp, he, vamp. As he takes off the headsets and gets up from the chair. Try not to knock over all the microphones and things as he's looking for the remote to the to the lights. And he got the remote and he's pressing the button and they're off. They are off, ladies and gentlemen. The lights are off. Good God almighty, I thought they were going to kill him. It was a hard fight. Good job, sir. They tapped. They, did tap. they tapped out. Here. As he's adjusting the microphone now. And there it is. And now he's putting the microphone back as he's getting right. his headsets put back on, and we can get started with the Montreal screw job that <sighs> we've been promising for months and months and months and months. <laughs> and months. And months Jesus and months Christ. and months. All right, here we go. Montreal screw job, season one, episode two of Dark Side of the Ring. All right, see how long it might take to load or nope. It's quick. There's the bing. In case you need that to sync up. True statement. It's a true statement. Brett will go down as one of the top technicians yeah. ever. Good old James E. Cornette making his debut here on the here on the uh, dark side of the ring. Oh, Dutch Mantel's narrating this. I really like Dutch's narration. It's not I bad. really do. I like it better than Jericho's. I do. Dutch probably wanted too much money to come back. Or he just didn't want to do it again. That too. <laughs> but you're nah, right. That's nah, Dutch. I'm sure he wanted money. <coughs> Excuse me. Really? He compared this to Kennedy? In the wrestling world, I can get that. 
but as a compromise, as a comparable thing in the real world, yeah. no, oh. no, it's not that big. Oh, Bret Hart. It's really cool they got Bret to talk. And they got Hebner, Hebner too. was big. Hebner was big. Because you never heard Hebner. <laughs> Not Hebner never talked. Never hear it. Uh, if you want to hear uh, Cornette talk more about this, he's got a graphic novel in his store that he talks all about the screw job. Yeah. Uh, the store's not up yet. He's bringing it back up uh, Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he tells the whole story of the original Montreal screw job plus this one. It's very interesting. Yeah, they do get into it a little bit here about yeah, the original one. Yeah, a little bit. One, the original one, but which obviously took place which took place in Montreal as well, which was pretty insane. Yes. yes. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. That's where wrestlers come from, sir. Is anybody else sad that he sold the dungeon, the house, the heart house? I think they all I think they had to though. Did they? I think okay. they had to sell it. I think I there was I, I don't remember what it was the Story behind why? Yeah, but it's a mu- it's part museum now. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. a, it's it's registered on the Canadian like historical places thing. Okay. So like it even still says on the yeah I've the seen heart, the I've seen the plaque. The plaque is still out there on yeah. it. You know, uh, I didn't realize I had to sell it. That's sad. Oh, Jimmy, with that bump from the dam. Oh, by the way, scaffold. don't ever believe anything Bruce Pritchard says. Just as a general rule in life. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard's just a, a walking work. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to write in today. I'm going to write in a question to uh, Cornette's drive-thru and ask them what it was like having Barry Blaustein's crew shooting you oh, know, wait, why beyond they were there, the mat. Why they were... No, 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 not necessarily, no. Not why they were there, just in general? No, yeah, not. this isn't necessarily tied to the screw job, but just seeing some of the yeah. vi- footage here reminds me of uh, Beyond the Mat, uh-huh. you know, and they were there shooting a bunch of stuff what it was like having that documentary crew going around right. and following them around right and stuff like that and and get, getting that kind of access like how how was it like having third party access okay. during events i got you so obviously Cornette was there for both of those documentaries uh, going on i uh speaking of just the hearts in general i read uh frankie kane's book Raising Cain. It's a good book by Scott Teal. Crowbar, Crowbar Press, if you haven't checked them out. They got great books. But he says uh, Stu Hart wasn't that great of a wrestler. Like, he couldn't even get you in holds. Like, he had to, he had to put you in a hold himself for it to be effective. Like, he couldn't actually wrestle. Oh, really? That's what he claims. I don't know. It's alleged. Man, I'll tell you what. If that's true, then the legend of Stu Hart uh, has yeah. stronger legs than, <laughs> than the real. Like I've always heard this, Stu would always just be like, "Let me take your arm and show you something." Mm-hmm. Like he never actually put got people in the hold. Yeah, he had to willingly like, give your your body part to Stu. And then gave it back to him like a year later. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't really do anything with this. Not. I just want to take your top talent. There you go. You can have yeah. it back. Yep. 
good foil is, is Shawn Michaels. When you have two guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, they're as talented as they are at what they do together. And then sometimes there's just chemistry. You find it as a duet between two singers that have never worked together before, but suddenly... I wish I was paying more attention to wrestling during this time so I could... So I would like be like, oh yeah, Brett or Sean absolutely knew it was happening. Yeah. But, like it was 97, I was just getting into high school and I was extremely busy. Yeah, I remember living this whole thing. Yeah. Um, as it was going on and then like the Wrestling with Shadows documentary comes yeah. out and then it starts growing a life of its own yeah. for some time. It was like, I was watching it every Monday, but like, I wasn't like in depth with it. You know, does that make sense? I wasn't like, oh shit, this is happening. Like, like I'd have it on while I did homework. You know? That's the greatest analogy ever. <laughs> it's spot on. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's spot on. Yep. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. I've, I've been there. Nothing. Nothing gets goes. Happens in that company I, I, without Vince knowing. I, I've been there. That's a hundred percent true. Saskatoon, also home to the Saskatoon Hardcore Championship, as won by Lance Storm. Yes. WCW. Yes. Oh, I'm sure Vince loves seeing this footage of him uh -huh. getting makeup on. Hey, it was shot. Right. Also, apparently they shoot everything now. Like, there's always a cameraman at every WWE event now shooting stuff. I guess just for the yeah. network or just, just, in, just case. in case they want to do a documentary or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think they're constantly rolling. Well, the last house that we were at like three years ago, they had yeah. a camera guy there. Yeah. For no real reason. Probably for filler stuff too, for prom like the match yeah, promos that they I run. Guess. Probably doing stuff along those lines. Again, I guess it's just for just in case the producers like, I want this house show footage of Roman Reigns doing this. Right. Nitro. Oh, that old Nitro intro. Eric Bischoff. I've never met him. Considered like one of the great villains of the W of the Monday Night Wars, yeah. as it were over, overall. But man, he was just doing his job. Dude, dude was doing a great job of it too. He 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 was doing his job very well up until he you know kind of got. Wasn't it the the complacent? That's the word yeah, I was looking for. Yeah. Didn't the turning point happen when they announced Foley won the belt? When that was Shivani announced that. I think it was the first time they had beat them in that. That ended that streak of whatever it was 80, yeah, 83, 83 weeks, eighty four weeks, weeks. Yes. whatever that streak was. That ended that streak, but they still lost to them in the success of nights after that. But it was like that was the yeah. the break. I got you. And then it started going back up. By the way, it's so random that Scott Hall's interviewed for this. Right? Like, it was just like, why is He wasn't even there. Like, like just because they're friends with right. Sean, I guess? Oh, the curtain call. Yeah. A lot of people were upset. 
is gibberish. <laughs> it's yeah. not an actual it's word. It's not an actual it's word. It's actually become a word now. Yes. I use it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. In and out of wrestling situations. Yep. I guess that's why they're talking to Hall because I of guess, this. Uh, yeah. But did they have to keep going with him? Like, couldn't they have just used him for this part? I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, I do agree with Cornette on this. I I agree with him, um, and it, and because of the death of kayfabe, that like wrestling has is what's caused wrestling to go down so significantly. But it was going to happen anyway, it, uh, it because of the internet. Uh, like now, looking into the future, obviously having yeah. the high, better benefit of hindsight. In 1997, 96, yeah, you're not, there's not much to worry about because the internet's very fledgling at that point. But by 2000, by 2000, 2001, 2002, every, everyone, everyone had access to the internet. Everyone could yeah. figure stuff out. Right. Shit was going to change. Right. And especially by 2006 yep. when Twitter comes out yep. and social media all becomes what they are. And this is for another podcast, but I maintain kayfabe isn't dead. It's just evolved. All right. That's fair enough. That'd be a great podcast. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have to discuss we'll, that. Yeah, yeah, we will. That'll be a good one. Brett looks just massive. Yeah, he does. In this. He looks so mad. And I've always thought that, like, in the, in the Wrestling with Shadows documentary, he just looks massive. And then, like, you see him in the ring with, like, someone like Shawn Michaels or whatnot, and he doesn't look that big. Yeah. You know? It's just, that's that wrestling illusion, yeah. the optical illusion. I always thought it was interesting how he had two offers from WCW. Like, he had the first one and Vince convinced him to the 20-year deal that they're talking about right now. Yeah. And then Vince later on goes, I can't make that deal. Go back and see if you get the original. Yeah. So he actually got screwed out of money. It's also just incredible, like how Brett's career, right after this, just went down. Well, WCW didn't have a clue what to do with it. Right, and it was just, but it was like this unraveling. Like it just, it was well, like this. Literally, was yeah. the thread holding his entire career together, and then once it got pulled, it was yeah. just done. But I mean, mismanagement, age, well, uh, you know, injuries. Well, like the it's on Wrestling with Shadows. The Monday night after it happened, he's at home. Brett's at home. Right. Why the fuck wasn't he in the middle of the ring at Nitro? The first thing. That's the first thing you do. Because technically, his contract wasn't up for like another thirty days or something like that. I think that's like that the thing. Is? Yeah, okay. I think that's come out that he he still had like I don't know, like three weeks or something like uh, that. He could be on TV. Um, that was like, that's why he was like, I don't have to drop it at Survivor Series. Right. I mean, do something so, else. Right. Okay. Okay. You can't be on TV. Put him in a darkened room, completely blacked out room and have him talk. And his voice is distorted. And everybody knows who it is, but as long as you don't say it, it's okay. Oh, Sonny. I was never a big Sonny person. Were you? Meh. Yeah. She awoken a few things back in the day. We were teenagers at that time. Exactly. We were the perfect demographic for this time. Absolutely, we were. Sunny days, sir. Sunny days. 
Which is hilarious because it's almost become abundantly clear. Yeah. That Sean was having the affair with. Yes. It was Sean and Davey. Yeah. It was Sean and for the, it was Sean and Davey boy. Sonny said that in a ton of shooting interviews that she was fucking Davey. <laughs> well, the, whatever it was, Brent just took him down. What downtown Calgary? Y'all got prostitutes fighting? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> downtown yeah. Calgary. Calgary's an old west town, sir. That's fantastic. Oh, one of my favorite, favorite things about who Sonny was sleeping with was the X-Pac. So the story goes, Sean, Sonny, Hall, and Nash are in a car. Behind them is Candido, X-Pac, and two other guys. X-Pac's fucked up on drugs. And he just turns to Candido and goes, she's not fucking him. <laughs> like, just out of the blue. Just out of the blue. He goes, don't worry about it, man. She's not fucking him. <laughs> So, like, this also kills me. Like, we can't sit there and we can't fulfill this contract. You couldn't work out a new deal? Right. You couldn't, like, Vince wasn't willing to work out a new deal. He just, what was he just looking to get rid of Brett? Yeah. Like, that's a big unanswered question in all of this. Was that what he was looking for? You couldn't restructure that deal. You couldn't find a way to renegotiate that deal. Because, you know, I don't think Brett wanted to leave, to be honest. No, I don't think he did either. I mean, can you give me the old deal I had before right. you signed me to a $1.5 million deal? Right. The sad part is, is like the company was literally, what, like four or five months from turning around. Right. Yeah. Literally yeah. that. Yeah. But in the same respect, does it? It wouldn't have turned around, does, though, exactly. if, if it wasn't for that. Because this gave you Mr. McMahon. Exactly. Does it turn around and if, you, you if they Austin. have this? Right. Yeah. Um, but now, Shaw, Brett offered to drop the belt anywhere that weekend except Montreal. Yeah. And they said no. So he, what do you like? I'll drop it to Taker in Detroit, or I'll drop it to this guy. And- well, I think it was suggested. Like he, why didn't why didn't they just rebook it for him to drop it to Taker somewhere in Detroit, right? Or re before you even go into this thing, that's what I'm saying. Book it, book book him to drop it to Taker at Survivor Series, and then Taker can drop it to Sean the next night on Raw, right? But yeah, he offered like the house shows or mo- or the Monday Night Raw before the pay per view to drop yeah. it to anybody, yeah. He just didn't want to do it in Montreal. It seems like Vince just wanted to score him if you think about it. Oh, yeah. I think Vince was tired of... I think Vince saw Brett as, a, as an old guard guy. And Shawn Michaels had just was the squeaky wheel that right. got the fucking oil. Like, yeah. He was just tired of hearing Sean complain. And I'm like, so you fired Brett, essentially, yeah. instead of firing Sean? And the bullshit is, Sean is a really good performer. Brett's the better wrestler. Yeah, easily. 
And Brett, I'm sure, and I'm sure if you look at Brett's uh, merchandise numbers, they're probably way more than Sean's were. Probably. I bet Brett was a, and even during the quote slow dead time, Brett was a bigger draw and, than and Sean. What no one talks about is Brett was huge in Europe and other countries. Overseas, he was overseas massive. He was massive. Yeah. And nobody says that Sean was never as massive overseas as Brett was. No, Brett. Brett was internationally yeah. huge. That's why the heel in America and face everywhere else yeah. worked. Yeah. Oh, Earl. Where's Earl working nowadays? Last I heard it was TNA or Impact. I don't know if he's yeah. still there. I don't know if he's still there. I really don't. That's actually a good documentary. I think that could be done one day is uh, the high-level referees, not indie referees, yeah. but WWE, AEW, yeah. TNA, ROH. What do they do in the ring? Yeah. Besides actually can refereeing the match, short of maintaining the quote rules right. and counting to three. Right. What Ooh. they actually do inside the ring, I think it'd actually be a very fascinating documentary. I, I don't know this guy's real name, but we call him Teddy Scorpio. Oh God, he's brilliant. I, I love I'd that love guy. to interview Teddy Scorpio. I, I don't know his real name, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't either. We had it at some point. Yeah, but we I don't did. Remember what it is? I don't. That's a, he was the first guy I've ever seen double count out a tag team match. I was like, wait, he did. He totally counted. The, and then they, they and everyone looked surprised. Yeah. I was like, you know, he's, fuck you, man. I am doing and then, this. And then it came out that the referee could get bonuses if they enforce the rules. Yeah. Look, Teddy needed to pay for something. Teddy, Teddy had that payday on mine. Dude, Teddy had a debt he needed to pay off. This is wrestling with shadows. This is wrestling with shadows yeah. stuff here. Yeah, but like beyond the mat was around that time too. They yeah. were they were shooting not too long after this. After wrestling with shadows, they were there yeah. shooting. Yeah. It's like Paul Heyman. Yep. Old school Paul Heyman. Uh, Vince. No, those ladies' dressing rooms right next to Vince's of office. Of course it is. How? Of course how it apropos. is. How apropos. There is part of me that, that like, for a long time, I backed Brett 100% on this. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, there is part of me that's like, Brett, you know the business is the business, yeah. too, man. Yeah. Just tell Vince you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to tell you this much. I'm going to work snug as fuck in that ring. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him that. I wouldn't even said that. Yeah. Like, fine. I, I'll do it. Because I'll do it. Brett could have shot on Sean. Oh, yeah. Could have put this anything. thing. Could have could have forced a tap out. Yeah.
Yeah, he could have stretched the shit out of Sean. Yeah. I wonder why he did. Because he's a professional. Uh, That's why. I guess so. Because Brett's a fucking professional. Jerry Briscoe. God damn. Yes, do the dirty work, Jerry. You yeah, exactly. That's because Jerry would have, would Jerry would have knocked his teeth out if he had told him no. Yep. You're gonna go out there and do business, aren't you? That's good, Jerry Briscoe. Actually, Brett's gonna pay you. You want a job or not? Fucking Jerry Briscoe cracks me up. Easier for me to do a Jerry Briscoe than it is a Pat Patterson. That fucking weird French-Canadian French 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 accent. accent. It's very weird. Because it's not a traditional French accent. Nah. It's very different. Have I ever told my Pat Patterson stories? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I don't think so. Uh, I'll have to do that one day. I mean, if we're really being honest here, Brett could have just knocked him the fuck out and pinned him. Oh, yeah. I mean... Brett could have taken care of business. Yeah, I mean... And he could have made it like an accident, but what you want to do, Vince? Like, he was knocked out. I had to do something. That's why so many other people who try to do that, it yeah. looks so awkward because they don't know how to do it. Cesaro's the only one that I've seen do it correctly. Yeah. Dude, and then Hedner does all this for Vince, and then Vince fires him a few years later because he stole merchandise. Well, it's just stupid. I was just, what are you doing, Earl? And the bullshit was, Vince was like, all he had to do was ask me, and I'd have given it to him. Right? <laughs> like, shit. Hundred thousand dollar headphones, Jesus nah, Christ! I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> the Montreal Screwjob. And really, in the end of this, it's still not really revealed nah. because there's still people just. I do believe Jim Cornette, though. I have no reason not to. Mm -hmm. Again, he's not trying to work anywhere, so why would he lie? Right. I forgot they talked to Vince. Yeah. To Russo. 
and he's working it already. Yeah, he is. Because Vince just was going to have it his way. Yeah. Just going to have it his way. Oh, God. The hate is just so palpable. It is. <laughs> I love this comparison. Let's do a dark side of the ring on these two. God, he's, he's just a wordsmith, man. Yeah, he he's so good. Ah, uh, the box. I was at that show. I was at that show when when Abdullah came out of the box. Instantly over, bro. It's not wrong. No, I don't know. I, I've never had them come out of a box, so I, I can't make that statement. It's just that when they come out, every person he's had come out of a box has been somebody somebody's already known. Yeah. Like, or they were already over. They were already over. No. Because if you take the guy from NXT that no one knows about and throw him out of a box, nobody's going to know him. If so. you're going to have Mantar yeah. debut by coming out of a box... He's not going to be instantly over. I still maintain that Kabuki Goku would have been over if he came out of a box, not an egg. Yeah, that was the misstep. Yes. The misstep was that. It wasn't Absolutely. the fact that it was, Absolutely. you know, a giant turkey. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I really should start collecting magazines. Oh, the castle. God, I would love a tour. I really do need to start collecting fault. magazines. Strangler Lewis. See, people complain about the DDT no longer being a finisher and yeah. effective. This is in, what, 1950-something. Oh, it's earlier than that. <laughs> yeah, earlier than that. Well, Strangler Lewis's move, his hold, was a headlock. Oh, yeah. So come on, guys. It's an evolution thing. Frank, it happens. Like Frank Gotch's move was the bear hug. Right. Like... It, it's an evolution of holds. I'm it sorry. happens. That was Hackenschmidt. I'm sorry. His gotcha's move was the spinning toe hold. How would you do it, pal? I truly hate the fact that like Vince McMahon says the word pal all, all the, time. the time. Good God, it's so stupid. Oh, just side note, Vince just looks worse and worse every time I see new updated photos of him. Yeah. I saw a new one the other day. He just looks god-awful. He's just withering away. Yeah. 
get back to reality, and we went on. Do you recall during that meeting with Jensen Cornette, Cornette ever pulled a history lesson about double crosses that have happened in the past? Unless I was in the bathroom during that scenario, that scenario did not take place in front of me when I was sitting at the table. I'm not going to call Jim Cornette a liar. When I was sitting at the But I'm going to call him yep. a liar. Exactly. Jesus Christ. So basically out of I pitched that scenario. I said, Vince, I said, screw it, Vince. Have Sean put the sharpshooter on Brett and have the referee call for the bell. Do that. Vince Russo didn't know what a double cross was. He was sitting there with his eyes open. People tell me all the time that you take credit for the Montreal Screwdriver. I wish I didn't pitch the idea. That was a miserable night. Oh, he's a martyr now. Yep. I gotta believe Cornette on this one. My father's grave, my wife's life, and my dog's life. The story I just told you is true. Vince Russo is the biggest liar in professional wrestling, and imagine the territory that takes in. Yeah, I, I, of those two stories, I believe. Well, well just watching it in their body Jim language Cornette, and yeah. their, their their speech pattern. <laughs> oh my gosh No I fully believe that Jim Cornette yeah. Pitched this idea yeah. Well just mainly because Russo didn't know anything about wrestling He didn't know the history of wrestling like, to, to sit there and say that like He didn't know what a double cross was And all that eh, You don't have to be a wrestling historian to say, have him put, yeah, Brett's hold on him, and then just have the referee call for the bell. Like you don't have to be a historian right. to know that shit. So I can believe that that could have happened in Vince just Russo just saying that. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like Jim Cornette told the story as he did, yeah. and Vince blew him off. And Russo, after they couldn't come up with anything else just during said, that same yeah, thing, just said, said fuck it, Vince, just, just have him, and, and just reiterated the exact same thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, Michaels. Shauna. <laughs> had to be. Had to be in on it. And now they're rewriting history to make it like Triple H's. They're trying to put all the heat on Triple H. Yeah. Imagine sitting there knowing you're about to get knocked out. At least get punched. punched. You're at least going to get a shot 
<laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. You don't get to where you are. Yeah. Without cutting a few heads off along the way. Fourteen years. Square in the yes. eye. Bow. I popped him literally off the right off the ground. He went straight down Everybody was stunned. Broke his damn hand. Vince right disheveled Vince. Yep. In the end, what's he going to do if you beat up Sean? I know, right? Sean was just doing what he was told. Exactly. At that point. Right. It all goes to Vince. Sean didn't ring the bell. Sean didn't go rogue. He was just doing what he was told. It's 100% not trusting him. Brett screwed Brett. Yep. Shawn Michaels didn't do shit. No. Shawn Michaels didn't do shit. Well, because Brett would have never gone to WCW with the belt. Yeah. yeah. Brett still had the integrity yeah. that he wouldn't have done that. Brett would have fucking went home, put the belt on the shelf, and waited to... Anybody will talk to him. He'll yep. Listen. At that point. Yep. Oh yeah, I had my way with him. Yep. <laughs> Didn't quite get Over- the shiner. Oh, with that overemphasized black eye. Yeah. The people I know, we don't want to like the rich billionaire boss. We like Bret Hart. He was our hero. Bret Hart didn't want to honor that tradition. Vince was really giving Bret Hart all kinds of shit for not honoring the time-honored tradition of doing the right thing on the way out on TV. This didn't happen ever before. Vince, in this interview, just came across very cold, calculated. And very, very heelish. I remember them saying that Vince thought he'd be the baby face coming out of this interview. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He could look at the crowd and say, I'm the 
Vince genuinely thought he yeah. was going to be, everyone would take his side. Yeah, I didn't know that for I'm a long time. I'm about to ask you, when, was, when did you find out? Like, do you remember? <sighs> it was before the screw job, but yeah. not that much before the screw job. I think everybody kind of found out around 96, yeah. 97. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's one of my favorite things in the world. When Austin just sit there and be like, hold on, you're going to have to speak up. You got yeah. 17,000 people here calling you an asshole. <laughs> that shit would kill me. Yep. Oh boy. They knew did they, they did not know what the fuck to do with him. Not even close. Not I even can't, close. Dude, honestly, I don't even remember a good match Brett had in WCW. He fought Benoit on Oh, that was the the thing the Owen oh, Hart. Yes. The Owen Hart yes. tribute thing. It was a masterpiece of a yes. of, of a match. But that's like it. That's all I could ever think of. Come referee the match. Yeah, let's not have the guy main event the show. Let's have him referee. It's because we spent uh, we spent the last year and some change building up to this match between Sting and Hogan. Yeah. And then they do the fake screw job here, right? Is that where they do it? Yeah. Yes. He should have actually quit. He should have. <laughs> he might still be wrestling today. Yeah. May not have had that. That. Look at Hall working. I know. Well, if he'd have actually quit there, he'd have never put his hand through whatever Goldberg did. Yeah, see, yeah. that's not the truck footage. Yeah. That's the wrestling with shadow footage yep. you're watching. You notice there's no WWE logo Yeah, on the corner? <laughs> you're not watching. He doesn't know that. No, he doesn't know that. <laughs> that was on WWE television. Yeah. WCW was on there. Yeah, when he signed WCW, that was on there. That was on TV. Bullshit. I'm sure he talked to Sean about it. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. Sean or Hunter. People do say it was a work, and Brett was in on it. No, man, this is the way this No, Brett wasn't in on it. Conspiracy theorists will always be conspiracy theorists. But unfortunately, sometimes when people want more of a story to be there that just isn't there, they try to create. When we did an interview with, with, with Scott Hall, he believes that the Montreal Screwjobs is this very scripted sort of thing. He's not one of them, too, is he? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry, just, it's, just, it's ludicrous that Scott at Hall would say that he didn't talk to Shawn Michaels about this. Yep. I know they all talk to each other about everything, but especially about this. Why the fuck wouldn't they? 
I will tell anybody to their face that thinks that this was a word, you are a dumb, stupid fuck. <laughs> Mints no words. Just a little guy, <laughs> little Earl. For the last 15 years, it's been the shits. That's always a chance. Yeah, maybe the Raiders are screwed, but we, we never talked for a long, long time. I thought that was a damn gun holster on his side there uh, for was, a moment. That was a cell phone case. I know. Massive. Yeah. I've yet to go to one of those conventions. I haven't. I've I've worked shows that were a part of the convention, but right. I've never. I've never gone to the conventions. Yeah. I don't really seek wrestler autographs. They don't mean don't, anything to me. It's like pictures. I never take pictures with wrestlers yeah. either. I never think about it. Yeah. Like the few autographs I have, I just walked up to him in the locker and was like, "Hey, can you sign this for me?" Right. You ever read Vince Russo's books? I have. I have them both. Ah. I read all the wrestling books. <laughs> I love this. Ah. I believe that. Yep. He really is. I love that he's turned that into a shirt. Yeah. Hate is a hell of a motivator. He also went on a diet to get healthy so he can live longer. So that he can live longer. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there it is, folks. There's the, the Montreal screw job. I'm sure we gave you zero insight on anything on there, but hey, why not? These are fun to watch and yeah. uh, they're fun to make comments and have our stories and stuff on. So it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, I definitely take away from it that I think Jim Cornette. And really, in the same respect, I think they're both actually telling the truth. Um, I just think it plays out, you know, that it wasn't a Vince Russo original idea, that he was just parroting yeah. what Cornette had just said after Vince, after McMahon didn't take it seriously. And, you know, it was years ago when memories, you know, things fade over time and True. things get messed, especially in wrestling, things mess together. And, you know, you might think, oh, yeah, I did do that. And then you guys, oh, no, I didn't. It happened to me all the time. <laughs> oh, no, that was not That right. wasn't me. That was the other guy with me. And, you know, so are they both right? Maybe. Maybe. I can't say for sure. I I do know that I would believe Cornetta Russo. Yeah. 
But now I agree with you. I'm sure Cornette said it first, and then Russo just parried it like two hours later or right. later in the day. Just uh, frustration. Just yeah. tell him to put him in the sharp chair. I'm sure, but I'm it. sure it was more like just do what the fuck Cornette said. You yeah. know, just do what Jim said. Yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. So you got to remember, a lot of these stories are for TV, and guys are tell- talking about it for television because to, I'm sure Russo didn't like repeat the whole thing. He literally probably just said, "Let's do what the fuck." Cornette said and move right. on. So next week we got uh the killing of Bruiser Brody, which is fantastic. Yeah, this is this is gonna be one of my favorite ones. So I'm really looking forward I to doing Tony that Alice one next. So uh yeah, that's what we've got coming up. And uh like I said, we might just kind of record all of these and we might release, you know, have multiple releases over the next couple weeks as we get towards the uh Try and get the first season done before the second half of the third season begins. Try to the second season. So, and then, uh, then eventually we'll get down to the second season and do that uh, once the third season is finally over. But uh, that will do it for today. I think that's going to wrap it up for today. So, uh, thank you guys for uh, listening, and uh, we'll we'll catch you on the next episode.